everybody, and welcome to the hippest podcast in this side of Chicago. My name is Laura Petro. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Maggie Gates, and I'm your other host. And this podcast is called Y'all We Read It, and this is the podcast where me and Maggie, we read young adult novels from our youth. Uh, as 20-somethings living in a big bad city as big bad adults. And you are catching us in the middle of The Vampire Diaries, book number six, The Return Shadow Souls. Um, And here we are. We're doing it. And, you know, it's something. Actually, I like Shadow Souls a lot more than the last book. This one's actually pretty good. This one's, honestly, yeah, this one's an easy, digestible read. I think coming from the last one... You could only really go up from there. Yeah, and this is one that I was like, oh shit, you know, three days ago I was 30 pages in, and then I was like, I need to read 300 pages by Saturday. We are recording this before Laura leaves for Ohio, and it didn't take as long. It didn't yeah, take as no, long to read. I felt like I was like, oh, ripping through it. And it was nice to be like excited to find out like, oh, what's going to happen when they do the thing. So, yeah. And it actually kind of grounds itself in normal moments. Like, yeah, the supernatural shit, but we finally get, like, slice-of-life moments from uh, building relationships in it. Yeah, well, the last book was so frantic that it was just, uh, like, leaning on chaos. Like, it felt like its crutch was just, like, uh, weird energy and chaos and manicness, and it was really hard to keep track of everything, but now we're in a place where it's, like, we're really like living in a reality and we're just like seeing where it takes us. And then we're having just like brief check-ins with the one other plot line instead of the 12 other plot lines. Yeah. And it flowed so much better. I will say, I mean, well, as you will get with any book, the parts, the very lengthy parts of Elena, um, either professing her love over the course of five pages for Stefan, I'm like, I get it. I get she's in love. It didn't feel as annoying this book, but yeah. I, I am like, okay, I get it. I'm kind of I get it. Um, so we left off with the fifth book, which was The Return, Nightfall, uh, where Shinichi and Masao had vowed to still wreak havoc on uh, Fell's church in the future. Damon had swapped his uh, memory of the past few days in order to get the... Um, uh, the, the ticket to where Stefan is in the dark dimension. Bummer for and him, because he's been getting from hot and heavy with Elena in that exactly. book. Exactly. And now him and Elena and Matt are on the run uh, to go find the gate to the dark dimension. Matt is forced into this because the cops are after him because Caroline has lied and said that he assaulted her and she is now carrying his baby. Which, what a weird little predicament for Elena to be in because the book ends on her uh, diary entry essentially professing that she still can see merit in being attracted to both Matt and Damon, but she is yeah. a Stefan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Elena definitely kind of, like, leans into her, her female urges this book, and <laughs> she tries to blame it on anybody else other than her, which is scandal. Like, okay, Elena, just call it what it is. Don't act like you're so high and mighty. You're attracted to other people than Stefan. Just say it. She cannot take responsibility i don't know the honeymoon phase i think is officially worn off and she's going to rescue stefan out of just like feeling bad and obligation 
obligation because she's like, well, I, I promised myself to him. But she's having second thoughts. And that is very obvious in this book. Well, shit. I mean, what is she? 18. She's in the prime of her life. She's She got tight ass, thick thighs. She, want, she wants to get dicked down. She gave up her entire life to be with Stefan. And now this is her testing the waters and thinking, maybe this wasn't such a good idea. I was going to be like, maybe Elena Gilbert should be polyamorous, but she's not poly. She's just, a, she's 20. So it's, it's <laughs> like, if, if she gave into like the polyamorous thing, that would just put us back where Catherine was with the brothers <laughs> initially in the, uh, in the vampire uh, plot line that they both have. LJ Smith confirmed um, pro poly. Yeah, hey, hey, we love hey. you, LJ. Um, <laughs> love, hate mostly, hey, but... The voice of the polyamorous people in YA. <laughs> That's what they wanted. They wanted a voice in YA they for needed, poly. They needed a YA voice in poly. Um, but let's start. So we kind of pick up. They've been on the run for a few days. Elena is sitting in this car by herself because the rule is that she gets to sleep in the car. Matt and Damon are, like, sharing a sleeping bag. She doesn't have a diary, so she's just, like politely talking into her phone knowing like I'm gonna say some things about Damon and Damon I know you're gonna listen to this so don't but if you do (laughs) yeah which uh invasion of privacy but whatever I would be curious too um uh yeah I didn't realize that that was how she was recording her thoughts I knew that at some point she was talking in her phone but I thought at this point she had her diary and she was right in the very beginning she doesn't she gets one at some point um I don't remember how but you don't miss much here it's just elena taking the moment to regurgitate the events of the past three books yeah summarized literally the entire series up to this point the past five books it's like eight pages long but she is interrupted by a giant thud happening on the top of her red jaguar yeah and we find out that damon has dropped matt uh, or like launched him essentially onto the top of this car because um damon was mad that matt was sleeping with a wooden stake next to him yeah which okay i'm gonna i'm gonna take uh team damon there matt was probably in the wrong for just carrying a casually a weapon that's scary that'd be like if like i was sleeping with like next to somebody on like this weird trip and they suddenly were just like holding a gun like on their chest I'd be like, that makes me feel uncomfortable. Matt, that gun could kill me. Yeah, Matt is like, it is completely warranted though because I, Damon won't tell you this, but I saw Damon killing two people. And Damon's like, well, you little dummy. It was vampires who were set to uh, follow us by Shinichi and Masao, which by the way, we're driving a red Jaguar. We need to be a little more inconspicuous. Yeah, and we also learn that uh, Shinichi, uh, he is a little trickster, and he's still taking Damon's memories, just like whenever he pleases, which was not part of their deal, so they're really upset. And uh, it's also um, found out that Caroline is having a werewolf baby, and that's not going to end well for anybody. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it's not going to end well. Ooh. So we get the um, first of many Damon and, and Elena kissies, though, uh, oh, to start us off. Vampire Diaries edition. I mean, shit, it really is the enemies to lovers. But yeah. I had, I got very confused by this imagery. So she's like, Matt, Damon, I need you to get along. And Damon responds by like picking her up and then just flying up straight up into the air. And then they just make out in the sky as he's carrying her. And then she has, like, this weird dream 
of like their souls connecting and she comes into contact with like a little boy who's chained to a rock and he goes i'm damon and she goes oh my god he's so wounded i can fix him yeah i it's uh, it's got to be a metaphor for like how he won't let people into his soul yeah. um she starts comforting the boyfriend or the boy before uh, realizing she has a boyfriend. She forgot about that. Oopsie. She's like, oh, oh no, Damon, how could you do this to me? I mean, I forgot I had a boyfriend when I was 21 all the time, too. So, I mean, yeah, and she's 18. So, like, <laughs> she's, only, she's only got up to go. <laughs> she's only got up to go. Um, And this is kind of a, a fun dynamic because, um, Damon and Matt are constantly bickering um, and they're fighting over who should drive. And Damon's like, well, I have to drive because I'm the only one who knows where we're going. And Matt's like, mm, fine. And where they're going is the gate to obviously we're going to the dark dimension, but there yeah. are multiple gates just like around America. They're heading to Sedona, Arizona, but around yeah. America and the gates like lie at the intersection of three Lee lines. Yes. That's how you find and them. And, of course, uh, those are the lines of power that just intersect all over. And we don't know how to find them. It's just, like, a thing that's mentioned a lot in this book. It is. That's a thing. And then also um, uh, Damon and Elena kissing and Elena being like, stop influencing me without realizing that she just is attracted to Damon. She's just attracted to Damon. He's not influencing Um, her. Exactly. After their whole little bicker fest, they make this little game plan where Elena's going to go sleep, Matt's going to go shower in the river, and David's going to go get some food because he's such a hungry boy. He is. And then we switch over to, you're probably wondering where Meredith and Bonnie are. They're back in Fell's Church. I know, Church. I am. Well, let me say, I got news for you. They're in Fell's Church just kicking it. And they're uh, basically being like, man, sucks that our friends are on the run and have to go to the dark dimension. Or I guess one of our friends is on the run and one of our friends has to go to the dark dimension. We should go check on Caroline since, you know, we didn't get to take the poison uh, that's like manifesting in her body out of her. Um, oh, and poor Caroline. She's got a Moloch, a demon, and a werewolf. It is oh, her yeah, taking that, over her. Man. Uh, I remember when I was 18. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Um, yeah, things are going from bad to worse for Caroline. Her mom answers the door and she's just like defeated and jaded. A shell of a woman, basically. We have the description that Caroline's house is still foundationally like it looks it it looks like the same house, but now it slopes downward as you walk into it, which is very unsettling. Yeah, and her mom's, like, uh, just being quiet. She basically just, like, leads them up to Caroline's bedroom. And it's just kind of, like, here. There's just dirty dishes outside of it, too. And they go inside her room, and it's pitch black. And they see her, like, like nested up underneath her desk in this darkness. And they're like, hey, we should turn on a light and And she goes close the door yeah she has like a little demon voice yeah and of course they're terrified but they talk to her uh after turning on one of her lamps and um it ends up with caroline just basically um being a liar and yeah menacing she she basically yeah she is um very lithe very tall now she's um i don't know how it's described but i mean you know when you see a film and the werewolves are standing and they're really tall she's kind of got that going on now and a, a fun little quirk that caroline has now she likes to eat raw meat with maggots in it 
She'd make a really yeah. good addition to MTV's The Challenge. I mean, she would yeah. eat up those eating challenges. Yeah, and she also does insist that she has proof that Matt assaulted her and has, like, these bandages that he bled on. Yeah, um, Gaslighting Queen. I was like, okay. Truly. We get its baseless um, claims. We're not on her side. And but. she claims that uh, her, uh, you know, real baby daddy that we all presume is Tyler is probably dead at this point because she doesn't know what happened to him. And neither so do like, we. <laughs> and neither do we. He just disappeared. He could be with Klaus. Yeah. I don't know. But I thought Klaus died. I'm not sure. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, but looping back to Elena in the woods, while she's asleep, she has this weird out-of-body experience where she gets, like, tethered to herself. Very Doctor Strange. Um, yeah, she moves a bit backwards where she's like, oh, shit, I'm dead again. Oh, wait, no, I'm hovering over my body. Oh, wait, okay, I'm having an out-of-body experience. Yeah, Perfect. and then she, like, uh, lurches in uh, time and space and visits Stefan in his little cage. And I like to imagine of... her moving very fast <laughs> as if, like, pulled by a string by her midsection. Yeah, She's like, just, like her arms and legs are going through the sky like a big That's bunny. absolutely it. <laughs> oh, shoot, I forgot I was wearing makeup and I just wiped my eyes. Um... That's so embarrassing. Um, and in this out-of-body experience, like Laura said, she's just, she is given the decision, should I go talk to Bonnie and Meredith, or should I go see Stefan? I'm gonna go see Stefan in my dreams. And she does, and they have, you know, a classic Stefan Elena catch-up. I love you. Yeah. I love you. My little lovely and he love. Goes, oh, your tears, they're healing me, which we're like, okay, what the fuck? That doesn't make sense. Oh, that is my favorite reoccurring bit in this book, is either... Or, uh, him being obsessed with her tears or like Damon drinking her tears I was like okay yeah I guess sure why not yeah we love when women cry not a kink <laughs> I would have but okay yeah um and she also says like something about how black magic wine isn't alcoholic um but like that doesn't make sense because she got drunk off it in the last book so like it very much was in book five so I guess it's not anymore I don't know. That is very pick-me behavior of Elena. Being like, I'm so drunk. And it's like, we gave you ginger beer, sweetie. What are you doing in high school? What are you doing? What are you doing? Um, age. But apparently Elena's tears are rehydrating him. It's curing his illness because it's like spirit tears or whatever. And (laughs) Stefan, they do the whole cat and mouse of being like, you're not Elena, leave you, you ugly whore. But he figures out it's Elena by being like, okay, but Damon did this thing, and then he's like, what do you mean? And then uh, she's like, no, nothing nothing happened. Nothing happened with him. No, we didn't make out a ton as he was just, like, flying me around last night. (laughs) Elena wakes up. She catapults back to her body after this. Yeah. And Damon's flying off. He's irritated, and he's heading into town because he's got to drink a little blood. He's angry. And this is a weird scene. It goes on for, like, I think too long for what it ends up being. Yeah. He just finds a gardener, and then he finds a uh, black red rose that she breeded in her garden, and then he takes it with him. Yeah. That's it. It was, like, five pages of that, and it was like, why? This isn't that important. I could sum it up in two sentences. Which is, I thought that he took the black magic rose, because I was like, oh, okay, it's, like, a reminder to her of, like, remember that night we spent together? But Damon doesn't have that memory anymore. Shinichi does. So, was he just trying to woo her? Like, a little prince? We don't know. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. 
Um, but now uh, they're also like, okay, this Jaguar, it's too flashy. It's too sexy for what we need it for. They go to the car dealership to be like, great, we have to, we're going to get a, a different car. And the car dealer is like, that car's way too nice. I don't have anything worth that, nor am I going to be able to sell that if you give it to me. I know. And he's so, he's so excited at first because he wants it. Matt is not a good salesman. You can't, no. you know your product's worth more, but you got to like sell it to them because they're going to, they're going to suss it. They're going to suss in, it out. In Matt's defense, like, I feel like this boy has probably so stressed. He has so much going on. He can't go home. He had to run away so quickly. Now he has to sell a car and go to the dark dimension to save his ex's boyfriend. Like, hello, I'd be kind of like not a good salesman at that point either. That's just another thing I have to do. I'm not ready for that. I know. Yeah, Matt just can't get a break. At, at he best, really can't. hopefully he gets a good brunch in one of these small towns that they pass through. Yeah. I was I was really obsessed with wondering if they got a good brunch in yeah. small town. I yeah. don't know. That's my favorite part. They could have a whole chapter on that instead of the garden. I would love to just hear a chapter about all of the brunch spots they went to as they were traveling cross-country together. It's kind of homey. I like it's it. It's kind of fun. Yeah, it's like a little fun movie. Which but place the- had the fluffiest eggs? That's all I'll say. We'll never know. We'll never know, LJ Smith. Um, But Damon does hypnotize the dealer into giving them two cars, so that way him and Matt don't have to drive together since they're getting on each other's nerves so much. Yeah, they get two Priuses. Um, And when he... So Matt kind of leaves for a little bit, but they're still in this car lot, and this is when Damon is, like, giving Elena this black magic rose, and he touches her cheek with it, and she's like, no, stop. I love Stefan. And is also thinking, though, of, like, how much she likes Damon. They're setting it up big time that it's eventually going to be a thing. And they have a tender moment. And Matt, unfortunately, sees this. And he's not happy. He's mad. And Damon starts hypnotizing Matt. And Elena's like, Damon, stop hypnotizing Matt. And then Matt, like, obviously hears that. And then he also gets pissed. And he's like, whatever. I'll take this car. You two go off together. I'll meet you in Sedona. Because that's where they're going. Yeah, yeah. Damon influencing him. But also, I kind of think at that point, it's like, let Damon influence him. Because he was just trying to be like, I'm the one doing this. It's not Elena's free will. And that's what you want, Elena. You don't want people to know about you guys. Elena, like, literally Damon was trying to have your back and help you out, not make you look like the little cheater that you literally are in this book. Exactly. Both, like, emotionally, physically, mentally, you're cheating on every dimension here. And then you go to a dimension with him. Like, girl. I do love, so, okay, so as we said, Damon and Elena, one car. Matt, another car. They split up. Um, And then the next day, Elena realizes, like, where's Matt? Wow, I hope he got to Sedona, Arizona. And Damon's like, yeah, I meant to tell you that. I felt his aura going away, so he's in Fell's Church now. Which and she's like, what? Why would he go back to Fell's Church? And he goes, I don't know. Because apparently he would rather uh, face being arrested than deal with her fucking bullshit. I mean, honestly, fair. A little bit. Uh, I would be, I mean, I don't know if I would be, no, I would be pretty mad. Because it's like you, yeah, it's your ex, whatever. But like, you know her partner. You know her new partner. You like her new partner. Um, What are you going to do? Just like watch this happen and then be the third wheel too on it? No, that sucks. And not in this economy. Um, but also Damon's acting, like, a lot weirder towards Elena now. It's alluded that he maybe had, like, read her diary, and that's why he's being so awkward around here. But he's being just very, like, 
stubborn and tense and quiet towards her basically giving her like the silent treatment and we do find out from like Damon's POV it's just him really trying to fight his urges because we also have learned that Elena's aura makes vampires have boners um and it's said multiple times that like Damon hasn't you know didn't desire women in this way but Alina's aura. The way they expressed it was so weird. Like, they did not say horny or, like, boner, but they were like, yeah. it makes vampires act like human boys again. And it was like, okay. You can just say they get a chub. Like, literally say they get a half chub when Elena's around. That's what I want to read. Yeah, and um, it would be so much more straightforward because I was like, what do they, uh, it's the same shit where I'll read the um, blood drinking scenes and I'm like, yeah. are they also making out? I can't figure it out. It's like, is this supposed to be sexy? What are we, what are we doing? Yeah, I don't know. Um, but okay, here's the scene I'm really dying to talk about. Cause Damon's like, Elena, let me show you another trick to control your aura. Yeah. And he ends up like putting his like finger, like above where her heart is, like where you would put your hand to pledge allegiance to the flag. Titty. And, uh, yeah, like upper titty. Titty time. Above it. Titty time. And he just, like, traces a bunch of, like, circles and then, like, up and down her body. (laughs) And she basically comes. Like, that's how it read to me. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. she left out, like, that, like, she let out that, like, 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 moaning gasp at the end. And I was like, is this, like, a metaphor for him fingering her? (laughs) I didn't even notice that. Because it's, like, retracing the electricity in her body. And so I was like... Oh, it's redirecting and things like this, and um, that sounds like I something parents. That sounds like something parents would say to their child when they're like walked in on them fooling around, and they're like, "Um, I was just redirecting your mother's electricity in her body." Um, as you can see, child, women have lots of electricity in their body, and sometimes you need to control it. <laughs> also, she seems calmer as fuck after it. Same when yeah. I when I orgasm. She talks about how pleasurable it was. Um Okay, yeah, immediate- you're probably right. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. I read that and I was like, what did I just read? Oh my god. Hot. But then they get caught in a storm and then they have to rush to the motel that Damon booked and it's in like the back house of the motel, so it's secluded and sexy. Damon is angry because of the sexual tension. We got that, yes, but he's also yeah. quiet because there's something looming under the surface. And this thing is that Damon is jealous about all the boys Elena has been with. Yeah. So when they pull off to the motel for the night. Also, I was confused. I was like, do vampires sleep in this world? And then later it said that they don't. So it, I was like, okay. it sounds like, sometimes it sounds like they do. And sometimes it sounds like they don't. Cause it's like, okay, if they don't need to sleep, why was Damon in the sleeping bag with Matt the whole night? Like, and Damon's like, I'm going to go off, do something. So Elena's like, I'm going to take a bath and has a moment where shallow and unaware she is. She's like, does Damon want nothing to do with me? Because I look disheveled. Yeah. Which is not. (laughs) Yeah. And she has like this weird dream and she like in the dream, she like feels like her true loves like, um, like soul with her. And then at the end of the dream, it's Damon. And then she's like, oh, oh, oh," and like drowns in the bath a little bit. (laughs) She's confused. She's got to, she's got to get it together. So she's got to just lay down and, and de-stress. And she just asks Damon point blank, what is wrong? What's wrong? And then he kisses her. Yeah. He doesn't even explain it. He kisses her. They yell. passion. He does the whole enemy celebrity thing. They're yelling and then they start kissing instead of fighting. And she tries giving in to find the little broken boy of his mind. We're back to finding the broken boy. 
he says he's the warden of secrets. Yes. Um, but then there she's pulled back out. Um, and Damon's like angry at himself for giving into his urges, so he breaks a window and tells her to run away. <laughs> yeah, ladies, don't you love it when a guy is so mad that you, he kissed you that he breaks a window and tells you to get the fuck out? Dude, I love those relationships in your twenties, bro. Damon's all about control. Yeah, um, and response oh, sorry, to a ahead. response to a vulnerable moment i love him winding up to punch the glass that's a very normal response in my opinion yeah uh she can fix him um and of course alina's crying and then he starts eating her he tears starts tasting her and, tears and this is when we learn that alina's a fucking virgin because he goes oh you have virgin tears you little virgin i was very confused what this was because i had to flip the page because he is smiling and he's like Mm, a unicorn you are a fair maiden and i was like once again lj Slith, just tell me what you mean is she just a virgin is she a virgin and then it and turns she out is. she is yeah um and elena's like uh shoot oh no and then okay more things happen but we don't know exactly what because like we just kind of like wake up the next morning and Elena's like, I can't tell anybody what happened last night. Yeah. So it's like kind of alluded that they might have fucked. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? I wait. Okay. Yes. But also doesn't he taste her tears later on and she's still a virgin? Cause he like figures it out again the next day because Shinichi takes this memory away from him. So he doesn't even remember. So she's like, Oh, perfect. I'm off the hook. He doesn't oh, even maybe remember. He does. does he taste her tears again in the morning? I thought it was just like, she was like, we need to talk about last night. And he was like, what happened last night? Why is this window broken? I he didn't like remember any of it. Oh God. You love, I don't, we gotta yeah. love when our boys black out and rage. Yeah. I don't remember if he tasted her tears in the morning. I think he does because it seems like the moment is less hyped up, but it happens really fast. But the next day they're getting ready for this road trip. Damon's more talkative because, you know, like, like we said, he, he got his memory. But he doesn't remember. Away. Also, Elena flushes her diary down the toilet. She, like, rips it, the pages up and, like, flushes it because she's like, I can't let anybody know my feelings. Because um, she's obviously been writing a lot about how hot Damon is lately. Yeah. Also, it's so convenient that he forgot last night. Like, okay. Come Could on. Could you imagine you sleeping with someone and... They, like, wake up the next morning and they're like, oh, uh, sorry, someone stole my memories. So, like, I kind of just forget things sometimes. <laughs> that would be awful, especially if, like, yeah. yeah, if you were both sober, too, you'd be like, okay, how do I respond to that? I yeah. don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> um, um, and Okay, and here's the real kicker. Bonnie and Meredith are now here, too. They just show up. Yeah, it's... Elena's a little upset because this is when it is revealed that Matt has gone back to Phil's church instead of staying with them. But the moment is quick-lived because Bonnie and Meredith are here. They bought plane tickets with money that Matt got from selling his Prius. Yeah. And. And. Yeah. They're they're there to say bye. They're here to say goodbye and that very quickly turns to, oh, we're coming with you. And Matt's just going to hang out with Mrs. Flowers and like help her out. Yeah. I guess it doesn't really matter. They're going to be tracked by Shinichi regardless. Um, yeah. So why not all go into the dark dimension and just say I, fuck it? I would disagree with this. It feels like this is not a strength in number situation. This feels like we need like just like the important people because we don't want to like have a target on our back. But that's where I would come from. Uh, we also learned that more girls in Fels Church are now possessed. 
And Meredith has reached out to Alaric, who has now been studying uh, Kitsune fox spirits in the Far East. And now Meredith just has a bunch of, like, papers and articles. And now she just, like, knows a lot about how to how to stop them. Yeah, Meredith and Bonnie say that they are coming with, because they're trying to find these, uh, the twins' star balls, which are, like, yeah. memories trapped in um, little balls. They're basically like the snow globes from the last book, and now they're just called star balls. They, the kitsune put their power in the star balls, and if you, like, destroy them, it helps kill them, or if you control them, uh, like, if you have them, you can control them. And I basically read it like it's like a horcrux. Like, there could be multiple of these that they have to get to kill them. Yeah. Um, And we also, they were told, like, the second time they went to Caroline's house... And she was eating the worms and maggots and slugs. And Bonnie, like, passed out the moment she walked in the room because she was like, can't handle this. And Caroline had said, hey, Meredith, do you want some? And then Meredith's whole mouth just, like, filled with worms. And I was like, that was really graphic and gruesome. And I don't think we needed that. <laughs> I don't know. You know, Caroline, Caroline, she's got Moloch, demon, werewolf, bad bitches do it all. Okay. Wow. Uh-huh. Justice for Caroline. Justice for Caroline. <laughs> the villain we, did, we didn't know we needed. Our villain, tall as a Harlem Globetrotter. Bad bitches do it all. She's grown. <laughs> oh Caroline's God, really, really coming into herself. I think she's becoming. Oh, and her parents have moved out because they're like, we can't help our daughter. <laughs> Which, at that point, wouldn't you drop the case against Matt? You'd probably be like, yeah, this is, this girl is clearly a liar. Yeah. I don't know. At that point, you'd be like, this case has no... Look at the crazy woman who who has just grown very lithe and tall, like yeah. like a coat rack. And has and just... Like, yeah, no, I picture her mom being like, that's just a symptom of pregnancy. It could happen to anybody. <laughs> it's like postpartum, but it's this. It's whatever this is. <laughs> um, but Damon really doesn't want Meredith and Bonnie to come. There's kind of like an exchange of like, no, you're not. Yes, we are. No, you're not. Yes, we are. And then it's just kind of like, cool, they're coming. Yeah. Um, and, and back in the hotel, Meredith has like laid out all of her articles and like newspapers so they can like consume as much information as possible about the Kitsune so they like know how to beat them. Yeah. Um, and Meredith also has a gun now with blessed bullets from a priest. Yep. And... Alina goes, where did you get a priest to br- uh, bless bullets? And he, she goes, there's a lot of shit going down in Phil's church. Also, Matt has one, too. Apparently, blessed weapons and something called the Son of Regret are two ways to kill Kitsune. And we don't know what the Son of Regret is, but that is something. Um, yeah. yeah. They're coming with them. Possession Devil Time is spreading outside Phil's church now, too. Yeah, that's terrifying. It really sucks. Honestly, sometimes I was like, <laughs> I would rather be going to the Dark Dimension, because... It sounds like they have, like, worship meetings now in Fells Church, which yeah. I don't want to... I saw Midnight Mass. I don't want to fuck with I, that. I used to... I went to church every Sunday for uh, years and years until I got to confirm. It's like, I don't want that, you know, brought on a weeknight now. Like, are you kidding me? I'm busy. I'm no, a child. Leave I me alone. I have too many things. Also, you know, girl... I do love that the girl pack... I don't know if we've talked about this yet, but um, in the last book, LJ Smith uh, introduced something that they would call Velociraptor Sisterhood, where it's just the three girls on the same page and i wanted to pose a question to laura why don't you ever call me velociraptor sister (laughs) well because you're not you're not a girl (laughs) i knew you were gonna say that we have our moment we can have our velociraptor sister yeah um uh but but we are in the brotherhood of um the brotherhood brotherhood is 
is forever. What is it called? Brotherhood is forever. It's because we saw that one man wearing a t-shirt at the airport that said yeah. Brotherhood is so, forever. I mean, we don't have the Velociraptor sisterhood, but we do have Brotherhood is forever, which is us and our partners um, when we go out and do things. That in itself sounds like a Vampire Diaries novel. Could you imagine us four going to the dark dimension? Me? We would not. Me, you, you Anna, and Nick. Anna and Nick? Yeah, I don't think we would do well. <laughs> what would we do? A double, because here's the double day yeah. to the dark dimension. What would we do? What What's that I, day I, like? I don't know. What, what are we gonna do? Are we gonna go to the the, the slums and you know like? Okay, I well we have to take a moonlit um passage on the river with the man with no yeah. face. I think we oh, have to. That's that. romantic. Yeah, with the blood sun above us, and then have people carry yeah. us around like that one thing. Yeah. Oh, we have to get some star balls so we can just, like, experience other people's memories. Oh, yeah, because it kind of seems like, I mean, there are star balls in there that, um, well, honestly, Elena's always funny this book, but you just put it up to your yeah. head, you have another yeah. person's memory, maybe you have great sex that night. Yeah. <laughs> Who that knows? That's, that could be something. That is role play. That's role play in the dark dimension. Basically, it's like, it's like porn, but just in a marble, and you just hold it up to your brain. We would have to try Dark magic wine. Sneak oh, some into a movie. Absolutely. Yeah, we'd go see a movie. We'd probably go get dinner somewhere. It'd just be like a normal night for us. Yeah. I would like to think we're nobility there. Like, we're hot enough. Oh, absolutely. It yeah, seems like hot. if you're a hot human, you do well there. Like, Elena, they were like, That's... I've never seen a human this hot before. <laughs> yeah, it seems like you get a free pass in the dark dimension, depending on how sexy you are. And that's why I think, like, us as very confident, sexy people, we'd be like, mm, doing pretty well here. Yeah. I would pack my brightest <laughs> outfits. So they would know yeah. to yeah, look at absolutely. me. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where we <laughs> left off, but I love it. Uh, we're in the motel where Elena and Meredith are like kind of talking about how like, you know, Damon's not doing great because of like the whole memories thing. Oh, and yeah. Bonnie's asleep. And then in Bonnie's sleep, she alludes to the fact that like, I know what you and Damon did in the motel room last night. And Meredith's like, what? And Elena's like, nothing. She's just sleep talking. Um, yeah. <laughs> Meredith is mad. And like what about Stefan? That's the that's the game changing question. That's the game changing question. So the next day Damon's like, listen, Elena, we're gonna have to get this this power situations or of yours under control. I can help control it while we're in there at first, and then I will just give it to you little by little. Um he's like, Your telepathy is nuts. People are going to catch on. And he does yeah. that thing again where he holds his hand over her chest. And and they're in the car and he's driving. And Bonnie and Meredith are just in the backseat, just basically watching him service her, essentially. Um, okay, but here's my kicker with this scene, Maggie, is because we know that he's driving, and then it says, like, he starts with his finger, and then he also is using his arm to, like, stabilize her. So I'm like, then who's driving the car? I know. <laughs> Both of his hands are on Elena now. Did Tesla exist back then? You know, maybe? No. If he can um, influence people, he can influence cars. He can make a drive. And Elena does make a point to say, like, oh, I wonder what Bonnie and Meredith are thinking now that they, like, had to watch that happen. A lot of the the remaining pages, Meredith and Bonnie, have, like, no personality. It's just them kind of there. I forgot they yeah. were in the book sometimes. Right? Yeah. Um, but they're, um, 
basically at the gate. Yep. Um, they have to pretend to be captives. And this is Bonnie, like, being like, what is happening between you and Damon? And, and Elena realizes Bonnie doesn't remember what she said in her sleep last night. So Elena just plays dumb and says, like, nothing. We didn't do it. Nothing happened. What are you talking about? I love Stefan. I love him. Yeah. Why are you saying that to me? No, and no, it's no. Like, mm, and the gate to the dark dimension isn't a gate. It's like a like a warehouse building. I, I imagine it as the back room at Home Depot. Yeah. Like, honestly. Yeah. I imagined it as Amazon before Amazon took over the world. Okay. <laughs> like an Amazon warehouse. That would make sense. Um, but they basically, like, get to the gate and, you know, the, the gig starts because they all have to, like, keep up this facade that they're Damon slaves. Yeah, um, which, yeah. they get through safe passage, so I guess it works for a passage of four. They convince the doorman that they're his slaves. Yeah. And, and they get on the boat and go across the water. And this is when, like, the slave reality is, like, really setting in for, I think, uh, Elena especially. She's just like, I'm really realizing what the dark dimension means finally now, even though, like, Damon has spent the past week telling me how bad the dark dimension is, and now I'm fully aware how bad the dark dimension is. Yeah, they're crossing on a ship with a guy paddling with no face, and Bonnie passes out, and Elena now has power. Her her special power that Damon has been circulating in her body is just to hear and see better, so she can just see no eyes looking ass so well in 4D. Yeah. She got now, no eyes 4D looking ass. And- <laughs> yeah, and now we're at the second checkpoint, which is a guardian, which is one of the rulers of the dimension, and they just kind of, you know, make sure things are running smoothly. Um, and she asks Elena and the girls why they're here, and so Elena says, like, um, I'm his slave because we gambled and I lost, and now I'm his slave. And she's like, okay, good enough for me. Yeah, Meredith is like, say, ditto, and the guardian's like, dope. And <laughs> then Bonnie over here going out absolute bonkers mode says yeah. shadow souls and the, 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 the guardian's like how do you know that how do you know that what like, is that who told you that and then damon's like oh she's a psychic and then she goes okay if you're gonna bring a psychic into my dimension you have to be licensed yeah i i, yeah. I guess there's stipulations to that there's plenty of rules in the dark dimension but bonnie steps uh, out of it she's like yeah. did you lose a bet too and bonnie's like yes i also did yes and Damon's like, cool, uh, everybody, put on these veils, because you have to be veiled in the dark dimension. Um, and then they all have to put veils on. And it reveals that, you know, all those nights that Damon was leaving in the middle of the night to go to bars, he was actually getting materials for the dark dimension. And one of those are these veils, where yeah. um, very Arabian nights, um, they all have different colors. Uh, Meredith is, like, velvet, or dark, yeah. a dark purple, and then something bonnie is green and elena of course is gold yeah i cannot imagine being friends with elena i would in high school i would have the most insecurity no wonder caroline's kind of mad yeah i mean like i feel like elena isn't like as much of a ride or die as her friends are yeah and maybe like that'll change but like right now i'm not i'm not feeling it like what is elena doing for these friends they're literally putting their lives on the line constantly for her yeah caroline makes a point it's like Y'all are doing all this for this one girl. Everyone's losing their mind over Elena. I don't see what's that special about her. She's just a girl who's who's kind of courageous. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Um, and then they get on, like, the next mode of transportation, which is, like, these, like, litter. They call them litters. 
And it's basically like a thing, and like these these men just carry them up and through the city. Yeah, they're on there, um, and this is when Elena starts realizing that poverty exists. Yeah, she, poor thing. She passes a homeless man and just like freaks out and gives her her lapis ring because she feels bad. And, and Damon's like, "Don't do that, Elena." I know, Damon. I feel like this is, like, Elena in Times Square for the first time, and the people yeah. who are, like, dressed as Spider-Man are coming up to her, and she's from the Midwest, and she can't say no. <laughs> That's literally a really good way to describe it, because, yeah. like, she's, like, she literally, like, as, like, they travel further and further into this city, just starts giving anything she has to these people, and he's like, Elena, they can't trade with those things. They're not going to get anything for what you're giving them. Oh my god! And it's like, and Elena's like, I can save, I can save the dark dimension. And he's like, Elena, we're not here to save the dark dimension. We're here to rescue Stefan. I know. This is where I realized I was like, Elena's actually really stupid. You can't like yeah. overthrow a system by giving a homeless man a ring. But boy, does she think that she can! And in exchange for giving him this ring, she gets like his little star ball from like a memory he had in his youth. Uh, which is actually really sweet. It's, like, a really, like, warm summer day, and it's, like, with him with his first love, and she just, like, makes out with the person in that memory for a, a long while. And she wakes up, and she's pretty horny, and she's nestled in next to Damon, and... Yeah. and, like, they're separate from Bonnie and Meredith, because there's, like, a velvet curtain between them. Damon does some hot shit. This is... And Damon will do these sometimes, where he's, like... The moment's happening and she nestle into him and he like just like snaps his finger and the, the drape falls between the two of them. Elena doesn't even know. I do love that. I think that's yeah. very hot. I'm like, that's pretty hot. Take your shot. Um, yes. But Elena and him start kissing and then um, Elena like perks up and it's like, Damon, I can't believe you, you influenced me to do that. And he's like, Elena, no, I didn't. And she's like, yes, you did. I wouldn't do that. I'm in love with someone else. And it's like, Elena. Oh, being a cheater. that one drove me crazy. But they switch topics quickly before anyone finds them out. And yeah. um, we get a little bit of a confusing <laughs> contingency that rich people in this dark dimension, they can go to, or she's like, can they go to Earth? And he's like, no, almost like everyone is bound here. And where here is, is it's like limbo. And there's also yeah. this other side, which is where Elena went when she was like a celestial being. And... To paint a little bit more of what the dark dimension looks like, it's always twilight here, but there are, like, really nice skylines with buildings made of mm -hmm. stone, and it kind of looks, um, like, it said the early days of, like, Egyptian pyramids and Mayan ziggurats. Yeah. Sounds pretty. I would love to visit. Yeah. I kind of imagine, like, a very low-hanging, like, like, sort of like a blood moon where it's, like, like mm -hmm. a red circle in the sky, and then, um... Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, it sounded it sounded really dope. Evil, but um, would be a great honeymoon spot. Yeah, and they're getting like more and more into like the the city square, the bazaar, where like there's a bunch of like uh like merchants and other people like trying to just like sell things about their day. Uh -huh. And Elena has like given away her comb and her juicy fruit gum to like all of these poor little children to be like. I can help them uh, because she absolutely um, um, has a provider complex. Oh my God, seriously. And then she sees a woman getting whipped in like the middle of the square and no one's helping her. So Elena makes the guys carrying this litter stop 
and like just throws her body on top of this woman getting whipped and is like, don't. And everyone's looking at her because she's supposed to be a slave right now. Yeah. That's not something slaves do. She's like hoping for those wings of protection, but they aren't showing up. We get a very, we get a very uh, catching fire part two of the Hunger Games where Katniss is standing in front of Gale. I mean, for a little bit, it does get Hunger Games. We're like, oh my God, is she also going to lead a revolution? And the crowd is like, wow, look at this hot girl. And then lightning crashes um, by Damon. Damon strikes the other slave owner of the woman who was getting whipped and uh, kills him. He kills him because he got Elena a little bit with his whip and he's pissed. And uh, the other girls, Meredith and Bonnie, bet you forgot that they were there because we did. They're like, hey, what's going on? They're like, what's going on? Is there a doctor? Anywhere doctor? And this child- Yeah, Elena's like, we need a doctor. We need a doctor in the dark dimension. This child, Lakshmi- Lakshmi? Lakshmi? I don't know. Points them in the direction of Dr. Megar, which I'm just going to say Megbert. I've just started saying Megbert. That's my Um, buddy's nickname for me. It's Megbert. (laughs) Megbert. We also find out that this woman is pregnant. Her name is Alma. Um, and they basically, they get two doctors. Um, Damon's really upset that Elena is hurt. And while the doctor is, like, fixing up and stitching up Alma, Damon and Elena, like, go into, like, one of his side rooms. Because, like, Damon's like, let me look at your wounds. And in order to, like, stitch up her wounds, he starts, like, licking them. Oh, my God. It was yeah, it was, it seems like he had, like, stitched them up a little bit, and then he would, he would just open the wound again, and it would be bleeding, and he would kind of lick it up. Yeah, he would, like, lick it up, and, like, yeah, they make a comment later that it's, like, she looked good as new, but then, like, Elena makes him, like, kneel to do, like, her lower wounds, um, and it's, like, weirdly alluded to be, like, kind of sexual, because then, like, when, um, people knock on the door and, like, enter, they're like, uh, nothing was going on here, he was just helping me with my wounds. Well, Damon tells Meredith and Bonnie to stay in the waiting room, regardless of what happens, just stay in there. That literally sounds like, you two stay here, we're gonna go Go fuck. fuck. And they also find black magic wine while they're back there tending to wounds. Damon and her get some. They get drunk and insane moment. She's whispering, I'm yours to Damon. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh no. This girl flips so hard, so fast. And when the knock on the door happens, it's not like an innocent, like, oh, we've been caught. Damon is so mad. I imagine he whips his head and then he rips the door off the hinge. <laughs> He's an angry guy. He's, He's an angry guy. He is so mad. Um, uh, but they find out uh, that the reason for this interruption uh, was the fact that there's a mob outside yeah. because they're mad that uh, a slave stood up to a slave owner. I gotta make note when he did rip the door back <laughs> to ripping the door off the hinges, there was a quote in there that said he was a wild beast protecting his mate. The only creature in this world that wasn't food or competition. <laughs> <laughs> Vampires need three things in this world. Food, Food, competition, competition, mate. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, But uh, Damon's like, okay, I have to go calm the mob down. Uh, Olma's like all fixed. Doctor's cured her. Um, Doctor's also kind of a little bit catching on to Elena because he could feel her aura uh, when she came in because he was mad. She was mad at him. Absolutely. And yeah. so she needs to be really better at hiding it now. She's do she really is dropping the ball non fucking stop. They haven't even been in there for a day yet. 
they haven't even been there for maybe an hour. Like, and it seems like their plan too is to get up in high society. So how I'm imagining this book goes is they're here for a while because it seems like they have to like integrate themselves into the community and and then move up in class rank. That's like four uh, books. You need to get it together. Yeah, I have no idea where they're going with this, but we get, like, Alma's story, and she basically asks to be like, now that my slave owner is dead, can I be Damon's slave, too? And they're like, uh, um, uh, sure. Yeah, Alma's Alma's asking about this. She was a lady, and a demon wanted to marry her. She didn't want to get married, so she uh, became a slave from that. And, uh, yeah, she's, she's pregnant. Pregnant. She's pregnant. She's pregnant. She's old. Pregnant, pregnant and old. But her body's aches. Also, it's crazy because when the doctor, like, fixes her up, I don't know what he does, but she is described as looking, like, in her young 30s. Like, she looks hot again, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. And so she like, also... She needed some good stitching. She keeps saying that, too. Elena is, like, the chosen one. So we're having... Oh, God, we're having that go on now, too. So I guess Elena's like, well, shit, I came here for Stefan, but should I liberate the slaves instead? I don't know. Damon's like, I told you one thing, Elena. There was one stipulation about coming down here. Don't unionize people. What has she done? And She's unionizing. She, wa- she wants to unionize everybody. Uh, Damon's, like, going to, like, basically, like, talk down this mob um while like uh she's telling this story and uh damon ends up like fighting two people and then there's too many people so he starts getting beaten up yeah they have like tusks daggers and like like shit that they're really like digging into his skin yeah and then some guy comes up he has tattoos a dog and a falcon um and he gets people to leave damon alone and his name is sage and we don't know how they know each other, but we know they have a history. I want and like, Sage and Meredith to fuck because Sage oh, sounds absolutely. so hot. He is shirtless, Sage. built. And not only is the falcon with him, the falcon is on his shoulder and his yeah. claws are just digging into holding onto him as blood runs down. And he's not even phased. Sexy pirate. Not Let's even go. phased. That's very hot. Wow. Uh, yeah. And uh, Damon's like, thank you for saving me, uh, Sage. We should go get a friendly drink. And Sage is like, no, man, we're not friends. And we're like, how do they know each other? Oh, my God. <laughs> it, did Damon bottom for him? Because I could see it. If they used to fuck, like, just tell us. Sage is like, what's up? Heard you're here with a harem of women. <laughs> and Damon's like, yeah, I am here. Um, can can you agree to take care of this harem of, harem of women if um I happen to die? And, and Sage is like, sure. Like, sure. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, sure. And... They're now Damon's back at the doctor's and he removes everybody's like rope cuffs um, because he's like, this isn't how we should be painting our illusion to everybody. Um, But we need to go to sleep somewhere because it's like late. And Dr. Megbert is like, you can just stay at my place. I love that. I wanted to be Dr. Megbert. So we're rewriting her as Dr. Megbert. Perfect. And uh, then this, I wrote this song because I thought it was so funny that they're all like, yes. And they go, look, Shimi do you where do where do you sleep and he goes usually in a barrel and they're like no you come stay with us now it was like that scene in hocus pocus with the cat where they're like thanks you're one of us very sweet i wish i wish lakshimi was a little small cat i feel like that would make me more excited i think yeah i know cat person hybrid but there's not really a moment to rest in the dark dimension i don't know if you've gotten that yet 
But there is, because Elena pulls out her diary and she goes, oh, you're not going to believe the day I've had. And I'm like, girl, now is not the time to be writing out your thoughts and feelings. (laughs) Well, especially because another mom is forming outside the doctor's house. Yeah, Damon shows up into her room and she immediately, like, jumps into his arms. And he goes, um, that's not what I'm here for. There's a big situation that I need to tell you about. Apparently other sectors heard about Elena and they're rebelling against their own their owners a la hunger games one girl named helena was even like hung for just having the same name as elena yeah they're being punished Um. if they show sympathy for elena it's just it's it's big mess yeah and as damon's like trying to like kind of paint the picture of the severity of this elena's thinking like you know what we can do is we can go back to like earth we can get an army and we can train the army. And then a few years later, we can come back and we can really reform the dark dimension. And Damon's like, so you need to be whipped publicly now. And she goes, oh, right. Um, shoot. That's a, that's a future plan. Let's focus on the present plan. <laughs> I did love that. It was like, first she goes to the past. She's like, if I had just done these things differently, but now I must focus on the present. And then she's like, what do we have to do? And he's like, you're going to get whipped. And she's like, in the future, I make an, a vow to come back here with an army. And she's like, I'm going to do that. And he's like, great. Once again, focus on the thing at present. Yeah. Once again, not helpful right this very moment, Elena. Yep. Um, she's got to be whipped publicly six times. And also and a, and ask for forgiveness. Apologize to, to young Drone Z because Damon murdered old Drone Z. Honestly, that does not seem like the worst punishment. Like six times. No. I'm I mean, I I you know, Jesus had 40 and he came back. So <laughs> what's that say about la- what's that say about whippings? What's that say about oh. Um well you also know that Damon's like, I'm gonna be doing the lashes since I'm your owner. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna make sure you can't feel them by like using my power. So they're like, tight, 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 we got it. So Lena's marched through the town wearing one of uh, Dr. Megbert's daughter's dresses. Uh-huh. Um, it's like written pretty sexy because it has like this whole open back that goes all the way down past her waist. Um, and people are like, you know, yelling and watching. And then young Dronesy takes the stand and he goes, you won't believe how horrible this girl has made my life. And basically just recounts what happened from his perspective. Yeah. Um, but it is okay. She's not going to be, like, resold to anyone else because Damon made a payment to the Drozzy. So Elena is still his, but she still has to pay publicly. And also, when she was thinking about a revolution, I forgot I wrote down a line that I thought was very funny, which was, her feelings about the worldwide second-class citizenship of females had been clear. So she's she's also learning about the feminist movement during this time. I'm Elena's, so glad that she's finally learning how to be a feminist. I'm so happy she's learning like women went went well not I'm not happy she's learning, but you know, you gotta learn it at some point. Like, we also do learn that they um uh Damon's been giving them all aliases, so like to cover their tracks, but these aliases suck, y'all. Cause the aliases are Damien and like Aliena. So it's like they're too close to their actual names. And it's like, if you guys are going to go for it, literally give yourselves completely different names. That would be me being like, I'm Maggie. <laughs> yeah. My name is being Maggie. like, I'm Lauren. Like, that's not good. That wouldn't cover anything. No, God, no, that's that's not good. But uh oh, because there's a new there's a new agreement going on. It's not uh-oh, six. Uh-oh. It's not six um, lashes anymore. It's ten. 
a little bit worse. And Damon's not doing it, so he can't, like, take away the pain and, like, infiltrate yeah. Elena's mind when he's doing it to make it less unenjoyable. Um, it's the nephew, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, and Damon, like, freaks out. He's like, no, 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 please, 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 let me give her lashes. And Elena just makes this, like, grand apology, and they're like, fine, 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 ten strokes, uh, but we have to check the weapon you're using before you get give them. Yeah, they check the whip. It seems it seems fine. She po- apologizes publicly, and when he whips her, it's true. I don't know how, but he did some magic. It doesn't hurt. Yeah. He carries her back to the doctors, and that's kind of where we leave them, because we got to check in with our uh, boy, uh, All-American Stallion, Matt Honeycutt. Yeah, we flash back to Fell's church. You forgot about Mrs. Flowers, too? Well, Matt and Mrs. Flowers are bestie besties. Buddy's buddy. Buddy buddy. Matt's, Matt's been vibing. He's like, all I do is read blogs on the internet. I help Mrs. Flowers with things. I'm laying low. Um, we also know that, like, there's a lot more possessed kids now. Matt's been, like, paying attention. And he knows these kids, every, like, certain night of the week, they all go into the old wood, uh, in a line, and he's gonna go and, like, watch them from afar to, like, see if he can get any intel. Yeah, um, they're discussing the ceremony that he's going to go to, um, and children... Children under 18 have a curfew of 7 p.m. now. Because like Laura said, people are being possessed left and right. Yeah. Um, and so Matt does what he does with Mrs. Flowers for the day. He goes, cool, I'm going to go out. And she's like, be careful. And he's like, I always am. And he goes into his little hiding spot. And immediately the sheriff finds him there. And he goes, Matt, honeycut, you are under arrest. And Matt's like, okay, but like we shouldn't really be here right now because we're, we're about to see some stuff go down. I imagined him hiding behind a bush and then like a gun just being pointed to his head. Yeah, but I did too. They're hiding. They see Shinichi and like a gaggle of very young girls. Um, yeah, show up and the sheriff's freaking out because one of the young girls is his niece. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to follow them. I'm going to go save my niece. And Matt's like, do not do that. Whatever you do, you can arrest me right here, right now. You can put me in jail for life, but do not go follow them. And he goes, shut up, you you little felon. And he follows them into the old wood. And then Matt waits for like hours and watches as all like the children in Shinichi come back out. And the sheriff isn't there. Yep. So I guess which one would you rather be in? Uh, uh, Shadowtown, where you're eventually going to get possessed, or like Dark Dimension, where you could die. I don't think I'd want to be possessed. I think I'd rather just die. Yeah, I think I'd probably ra- I'd rather die. I guess how long am I going to be possessed for? Because it's like, is someone going to save me or am I just like possessed until further notice? Oh, I guess that's right. You know, in my mind, I thought forever, but it does seem like at some point they are going to get out of this. Yeah. Could you imagine if they're just like, well... I guess Phil's church is just a victim to Shinichi and Masao, and I guess we should all just, like, hope they don't keep expanding. Ooh, Caroline's gonna really hate when she comes out of it and hears some of the shit that she ate. Ugh. Ooh. Let's, yeah. I feel like I, oh, I don't even know what I would do if I found out, like, I got unpossessed and found out that I was carrying twin werewolf babies and then just, like, ate maggots for a while. I would I think I would, I, I that would take... A lifetime of therapy to get past. I would deny Maybe it. I'd, I would be a motivational speaker. I would go, I'd be like those people that go to the high schools and be like, you won't believe what happened to me when I was in high school. I got possessed. <laughs> 
hopefully, and I had a werewolf baby. Hopefully you get a lot of money for it, because, like, if I'm going to go through probably. that trauma, I would want a lot I'd of money. I hope so. You probably get to write a book, too. So it's like, I feel like she can turn this and spin this and make it good for her. I agree. I hope so. But that is where we end the first half of Shadow Souls, bringing us to our favorite segment, um, top five, our top five segment. Top five. And the top five this week is going to have to be top five five things we would do if we were guardians of the demon dimension. Uh, Dark, the dimension. Dark dimension. Uh, Dark dimension. We can't They're all there. there. They're all there. They're all there. And we know the Guardians, they're the ones in charge. They're the ones running the place. And Maggie and I have some great ideas for how we could run the Dark Dimension and make it even better. Number five, we would start off with pizza parties every Friday. That was a staple of my youth. Pizza parties, jean parties, brownies. Hey, just because we're in the Dark Dimension doesn't mean we can't have a good time with some freaking pizza. Exactly. And number four is going to be uh, no uggos because we all got to be hella pretty in the dark dimension. And if you do qualify as an uggo, you get free facials until you're not an uggo anymore. Yeah, you know, we get that there's a lot of wear and tear in the dark dimension. So we're going to give you a, a a discount card. every and it's Potties only. Punch one, but you always get the satisfaction of punches, but you get them for free. You get facial. Yeah. Petties, Manny Petties, why not? Yeah, what's what's not to live? I'm loving the Dark Dimension so far now that we've reformed it. Number three, I'm pretty excited to be that we are trusted to be in charge of a place. So I want to give everyone free Crocs. Hey, welcome to the Dark Dimension. Here's your standard issue Dark Dimension Crocs that you can just wear at all times. I kind of think they're coming back. You can put little trinkets in them. So it's like great for simulating the economy if you want to buy them. I, I saw a girl walking in Crocs yesterday. I want some. Hey, Maggie, I think you should get some Crocs. I think I can pull them off as indoor shoes, outdoor shoes, everyday yeah. shoes. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Um, Number two is going to be a free Adobe subscription. I know I have to pay for mine. I know Maggie has to use theirs through work. Let's make it easy on everyone and just make it free universally so people can Photoshop, video edit, Adobe Illustrate, whatever the hell they want. Yeah, I don't want capitalism to just be the only means of creativity. Yeah. No, thank you. Get your yeah. own Adobe. Um, and number one, we want to get rid of Starballs. They sound so sad, and it's like we don't need that vibe. We don't need that vibe. We're all about creating memories of our own. So, you know, maybe we can just get together a twenty-five person trolley, go go here's through the idea. town, make some. Here's memes. an idea: instead of putting your memory in a Starball so you don't have it anymore, and then it fades over time, get a scrapbook. That way, you can just have a picture of it, and you can just relive it forever. Get a diary, like Elena. Shit. Yeah, that's a great idea. Auto citizen. Great. This is a great top five. We should, I agree. We should, we should infiltrate the dark dimension more often. Put us in charge um, of someplace. And someone should put us in charge. <laughs> um, and that's going to put us to our final segment that we wrap up all of our episodes with. Maggie, who is the canceled character of the week? Oh, I mean, you know, it has to be Drowsy. It has to be drowsy or drowsy, whatever the fuck. Old his name drowsy. Is. <laughs> That's literally a Pokemon name. I don't know. Um, you know, we caught him whipping his slaves in the street. Um, not good. Also, his his fangs were elongating at the sight of her blood, which is like I don't like that. Yeah, and also it sounds like he kills like a few of his slaves a year. Which it said like he kills six. He's already a slave. He's already a slave owner. Bad, and now he kills five to six a year. That's horrible. Yeah, I don't like him. He was no me either. Yeah. I'm glad he's canceled, and I'm glad he's dead. Who's your canceled character of the week? I'm going to agree with that. That's fair. 
Yeah, I think that's the that has to be the unanimous decision this week. Yeah, that was the standout one. Um, yeah, and that's gonna we're gonna find out what happens uh, at the latter half of the return Shadow Souls um next week, y'all. Yeah. Um, but you should be following us on the places that you can follow us. Oh, please follow us everywhere. We are yeah. Maggie underscore and underscore Laura on Instagram. At Yahweh Reddit on TikTok and Twitter. We're having a great time on TikTok, you guys. We almost have 100 followers. And if you get us to 100 followers, we have a little treat for you. We do. It's going to be really fun. So fun. It's going to be so fun. Uh, you can also email us at Present at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And you can also go to our website, MeggieAndLaura.com. We got everything. Yeah. More bang yeah. for your buck. Literally. Literally, tell us one more thing you want us to do. We'll fucking do it. We'll do it. Um, and, and that's going to be it for this episode of Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Uh, uh, Return Shadow Souls for Yahweh Reddit. We'll talk to you next week. See ya. You were just listening to an Audiment podcast.